But I wanted to talk, we had said before that we would talk about breaking stuff. And there seemed to be a really <laughs> dramatic, and it seems like it works with the subject. There seemed like there was a really dramatic response to, oh my god, it never occurred to me that that could be funny. Yeah. So I have a couple of breaking stuff stories that are particularly um, memorable for me. Both of these were as an adult. A few years ago, I was hanging out in my own home with my husband and a mutual friend, and they were playing a tabletop war game. My husband was just getting into Warhammer 40k at that time, and he had like one of the starter sets, so they had that set up on the dining room table. And I, I don't remember, I wasn't playing, I was just sort of watching and walking back and forth in the kitchen. I think I was making like chili or something that, you know, requires some stirring. And I'm walking back and forth, and, and you know, they, they're sitting at either end of the table, and we had another chair that was on the side of the table. And, you know, just being social, having a good time. And I kept coming back, and I would sit down, and then I would go back to the kitchen and stir, and I would come back and sit down. I did this a bunch of times. And then finally, I came over, and I was making, like, a sarcastic joke about something one of them had said. And I sat down, and again, this is, I mean, I guess I should be grateful it was in my own home, although I feel like my furniture turned against me. <laughs> I sat down, and the chair just, like, lost structural integrity. <laughs> And it was one of those things where, you know, you sit down and like, this is just something that, you know, most of us are familiar with when you sit and you feel the chair and the chair supports you and you put the rest of your weight down and, and that is the act of sitting. And I sat and it was like, I just kept going down. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't remember this chair being so low to the floor. <laughs> and next thing I know, I'm on the floor and apparently it was one of those sort of cheap ass wooden chairs that I mean you know we were we were poor and and you know we had like sort of not real well-made furniture and since then a bunch of the chairs have like had problems like even the ones that I was not sitting (laughs) but apparently one of the cross beams had like come I don't know, come out of the peg, came out of its little hole or whatever. So when I sat down, it was just the legs just went like they just (laughs) displayed. And I I wound up on the floor, still sitting in the chair, (laughs) but sitting in the chair on the floor with the legs sort of fanned out around me. Amazing. And I remember my husband looking at me like <laughs> with, with this what just happened? And our friend is sort of like, Are 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 you okay? And you know, you have those when when shit like that happens, it's like what do you you know, you get up and, and you you try to laugh it off because it's like, wow, that was the yeah. most and I remember I, I think I stood up and said something along the lines of, you know, that didn't happen (laughs) you know like that was an illusion (laughs) and so yeah so that that happened and that was uh it was it was not hugely embarrassing because it was just my my husband and you know a friend who probably doesn't even remember the event but I remember I remember it vividly because when I was you know sort of getting up off the floor I kept thinking wow this is such like a stereotypical fat ass I sat in the chair and it broke thing what really makes it funny for me for some reason is I can imagine the table spread out with miniatures yeah and just something about the juxtaposition of this table full of mem- like miniature war hammer figures 
in my head, you're you're looking at me through a camera on the other side of the table. Yeah. And I just disappear <laughs> underneath the table's edge. <laughs> like those jokes where people will like walk down fake stairs like behind a sofa or something. Like I just, you know, like I, I got on a secret James Bond elevator and <laughs> just went all the way down. Yeah, so that that's that's my broken chair story. That's actually the only broken chair story that I have. Yeah. And which to this day sort of surprises me. But there's that and then I have another broken piece of furniture story that is a little more hilariously personal. Um and I sort of checked with my husband to make sure he was okay with telling the story. Um are you ready for it? I'm I'm eagerly awaiting it okay this is this is this is sort of this is probably going to speak to the the fear of a lot of fat girls right now when my husband and i were first dating um it's i gonna be good i can yeah tell. yeah uh i didn't have i mean i was a student i didn't have a whole lot of money all of my furniture was you know mostly sort of like crap particle board stuff like i had those ubiquitous white bookshelves do you know what I'm talking about with yep. like the cardboard back? I had like a bunch of those and <clears throat> you know, everything was sort of like I had a my my T V stand was like a trunk from, you know, when I first moved up and I yeah. didn't even have a closet. This was when I was living in a studio in Boston. I didn't even have a closet, so I had like like this pipe this thing made with PVC pipes that held all my clothes and it was like right next to my bed. It was it was very much, you know, starving student apartment. And I had had a futon when I first moved out, like, of the dorms, where obviously they give you a bed, and I moved into my first apartment, which was in the same building but two floors down, I moved in with some friends, and we all went up just getting futons because it was a lot cheaper than a real bed. Yeah. Okay. Futons are great if you're, like, you know, just, I don't know, an overnight guest, but... You know, for the it, particularly if you're buying a cheap ass futon, it is not something that is awesome to sleep on every single night. Um, so I had this futon when I moved upstairs to the studio. I finally the frame the futon mattress itself was pretty okay, but the frame that I had got was one of those wooden slat frames, mm-hmm. and it was so uncomfortable because after you know a year you could feel every single slat. Those are so ubiquitous. Like I see them on the side of the road at the end of the semester all the time we're basically completely like like students in the u.s are destroying the south american rainforest for futon frames yeah that we we later dispose of like it's a paper cup basically. so that they can buy a new one next semester exactly it's it's really sort of disgusting so yeah so i had this horrible frame which is the most uncomfortable thing in the world and i got rid of it and i got what is known as a platform bed and basically it was cheaper than getting a real mattress with like a real bed frame or a box spring or anything all you needed the platform is it gets your mattress up off the floor so you don't need an actual box spring well it also provides the same support that a box spring does in theory in theory it's it's not as good of support because it's a big flat hard thing instead of being you know an actual box spring which has well, sometimes some of them have springs in them. A lot of them don't these days. A lot yeah. of them are just like a, a framey box thing that, that literally the whole point, they call it a foundation. It's just to get you up off the floor. Yeah. 
So I got this this platform bed, and oh my god, Marianne, I was so fucking excited about this platform bed, because I'm like, I will no longer, I, I it's almost like being an adult, like I won't have to get down on my hands and knees to get into bed, like I'll be able to sit on my bed like a normal adult person. Having a bed frame was like the biggest deal ever for me, I totally understand. Yeah, so I was I was thrilled. I put it together. Um, the way it, it worked was it had sort of this this rectangle underneath, and then on top of the rectangle were these three big particle board panels that you screwed into the you know sort of base of it, and then you flung your mattress on top of that. And so I had this bed. I was ecstatic. I had it for maybe six months. Um, as I said, Dennis and I were dating at the time. And one day we were doing what couples who like each other do. <laughs> we're an explicit podcast, Leslie. We are a totally explicit podcast. So we were, you know, when a fat girl <laughs> likes a guy <laughs> very, very much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so we're having a fairly athletic round in the uh, futon. And... <laughs> Like, midway, the center panel <laughs> snaps, <laughs> which turned the, the mattress into, what is, what is that creature in, in um, the Star Wars movie with Jabba the Hutt with, like, the, the spikes and Boba Fett falls in there and dies, <laughs> where it's like a funnel, basically. <laughs> so the center panel snaps. <laughs> we sort of sink down into this, you know, now suddenly what was a flat bed is now like a cone, I guess. And, no, this is this is the really funny part, is we just carried on. <laughs> that is so good. We just ah! carried on to the natural culmination of the of, of the uh, event. And you know, finished and, and we're, you know, both hysterical, getting, you know, getting up and everything pull off the mattress and it's like that it was it was demolished <laughs> and it was completely demolished i hope my parents don't listen to this podcast i'm <laughs> amazed i am amazed like the middle panel and i mean it's it's part of i mean it's particle board so it's it's sort of like like a step up from hang on as like a step up from cardboard maybe a little bit it's not um, even mdf no it's it's like sawdust that they heated and pushed and pressed into panels basically so it's it, the idea of it being breakable was not particularly shocking and i think most of the actual damage that followed happened as a result of carrying on after <laughs> the initial break happened <laughs> because like the whole basically the whole it, it was it was non like it could not be salvaged we you're, had you're to, not supposed to have intimate intimate moments in the sarlacc that's... The Sarlacc, that's it. <laughs> it turned into a Sarlacc. It's supposed to digest you for a very yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so um, the whole bed was just destroyed. And I remember, like, sort of lying in this Sarlacc shape, and uh, you know, afterwards, and thinking and, and saying to Dennis, like, I wonder if I can still sleep in it like <laughs> because I know this is the sad part. I couldn't bear the idea of giving up my my bed frame. Your platform <laughs> bed. Ah, my big girl bed. <laughs> <laughs>
but yeah, we had to we we had to take it all down and and put it in the dumpster. I'm and so I, sorry. <laughs> I went I went back to the mattress on the floor, which admittedly for sex was a lot less hazardous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. I don't have anything to equal that. I really don't. I just have like mundane the the plastic chairs in the backyard aren't always supportive kind I've, of experiences i know those plastic chairs where you sit in them and they sort of like both like the the things sort of balloon out a little bit yep <laughs> yep They'll or the little the little support in the back cracks yeah yeah good times so good such times. good times so yeah, so that was those are my two um, memorable breaking thing stories. And as I've said, I really haven't for a great big fat lady. I've I've broken remarkably little in my time. I don't know if that's just because I'm really smart about choosing what I set my big fat ass down on, or if you know maybe stuff is just sturdier than I think it's <laughs> I probably it some of both. I mean, I think it's one of those things that people work to avoid and you know the the fat person sitting on something and breaking it is so mythical and is used so much in tv and movies that we're all kind of afraid of it and like the thing like when it has happened like in the backyard in the middle of a party to me it is not like it's not my own personal humiliation it's the reactions of others that engender that because they act like I should be embarrassed. Right. And I'm not embarrassed because it was a shitty plastic piece of furniture that's not meant to hold more than 20 pounds, much less, you know, my big fat ass. And, and, and yet, you know, you sort of take on that, that thing, that the response that other people want you to have and they think you must be super embarrassed that's a really important distinction because that's true that if if you know people respond in those circumstances with just sort of like a chuckle and like you know are you okay you know then it's it's less it only becomes sort of embarrassing when other people are like oh my god the fat girl broke the chair what do you know how do I respond to that and it's like well you know you don't need to respond to it yeah, how do I how do I avert myself from their shame? Yeah, and I'm like, and well, I'm not ashamed. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Get me another drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. 